the release of today opens up to us again a dimension of the Christian life that we must understand. I will take it a little bit higher now, not just getting familiar with the story of Babylon and Nebuchadnezzar and how and all that. There is a forensic understanding that we must also capture with regards to this window. If you watch, we're going to be reading the book of Daniel. And the book of Daniel has to do with the esoteric. It deals with the esoteric. Esoteric is that which is high in the spirit. And it's handling the affairs of governance. Not governance from the side of God, but governance from the side of Satan. You see, just to give you a little glimpse of what we're talking about esoteric. As we have physical cities in this world, Nigeria, Abuja, Lagos, and people come to Abuja because uh, it's the headquarters and many activities are going on here. And then you will see the, the lifestyle in Abuja is different from the lifestyle in Lagos, in Benin, and all that. Each city has its own uniqueness, you know, be it in the good and also in the bad. The atmosphere is different. Those atmospheres that are different are actually non-normal. They are being controlled from the spirit. If you go to Nietzsche and you go to Papakos, it's not the same thing. Even if you go to Newi and go to Aba, it's not the same. Even though it's the same language, same, same culture, you will see that there is something unique in each of the places. And so what Daniel is trying to explain to us is that they are being controlled by the esoteric. They are called spirit cities. Spirit cities are being governed by principalities. You see, remember the Bible says that the devil is called the God of this world. He has his government, he has his own states, he has his own countries, he has his own local governments where the, the different spirits take hold of and they want to control it, subdue it, and make it run according to their own plan and purposes. So you will see Jesus, if you read the gospel and watch Jesus' language sometimes, you see he will mention some of them. He will say, you are in the world, you are not of the world. And from above, you are from below. At uh, the point before he died, he said, now the God of this world is to be judged. So he has no time to start explaining all this. That's why he said there are things I need to tell you now, but you can't take them. When the Holy Spirit comes, he will lead you to all the truths that you should know. And when you know the truth, the truth will make you free. So those spirit cities are controlled by principalities. Principalities means, you know, uh, uh, means princes that have no legitimate territories. They are called principalities. And Paul said, we're not fighting flesh and blood. We're fighting what? Principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and spiritual hosts of wickedness. So what happens? Those principalities, because they have no legitimacy on earth, God did not give them the earth because the Bible says the earth is the Lord and everything thereof. So those spirits, they come, they know they don't have no legal power to own the earth and control what is there. So what do they do? Their first civilization is to scan that place. They call it mapping. When they map, for instance, this uh, environment, okay, these two estates, the first thing they need to do, they are engaging what they call priesthood intelligence. They will look for those ones who have been gifted by God. Because we human beings are the ones who have legitimacy on earth. We are the ones who have right to exist on earth. So they scan for those who are gifted. Are you, are you aware that as you are sitting now, you are gifted in different ways, in the spirit? 
It's just that we have not developed them. But them, they can see it. So if they notice that this guy has this gift, this one has this gift, those ones who have the gifts are the ones who have the keys of controlling the territory according to God's own agenda. So what do they do? They will pick up these ones who are gifted. And then what do they do? They now corrupt them. And make them begin to live a life that is anti-God. Now, they will bring the type of sin that will control life based on your gift. And I have said it here. That when you will see someone who is very wayward, that person has prophetic gift. If you see anybody who is very wayward, who is very wayward and... When my daughter was wayward, it's because she's a, she was a prophetess. But we condemn them and say, no, God, this, this one is bad. No, if you look well, you see that this person is suffering this because the devil knows that the day this woman rises or this man rises, there will be something great. Those who have the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, it covers them with pride. That pride is an office of the Spirit, but it has been corrupted. I don't have time to start you know, sharing that with you now. Okay, so they pick those people and then they will now corrupt them based on their giftedness. And when those people now accommodate that lifestyle, it gives them power to now enter the territory. So principality will now transfer to what they call the powers. What are the powers? The powers are the ones who create the culture that runs the place, the lifestyle of the place. They now begin to formulate laws, formulate ideas. For instance, all of a sudden, you just notice that all the young girls in the territory, all of a sudden, they are wearing pants as a fashion. It's not normal. It's the law in the spirit. And anybody who works and comes in there, and the person is behaving well, before you know it, the person starts misbehaving too. Because it's the law in the spirit. Now, when they create that lifestyle and everybody buys it and they say it's fashion and they are flowing it and the thing is up their soul, the laws, the powers transfers to the you know, spiritual host of wickedness. Those ones are the ones who come to torment men. Now, because the culture has now permitted everywhere, they now begin to bring sickness, failure, limitation, hardship, poverty, and they begin to entrench them in the life of people. Now, if you watch the story of uh, Daniel, Azariah, Ananiel, and the rest of them, when the king took them, he said, bring in the, what did he say again? He says, um, uh, uh, he, he said, uh, the king assigned them, okay, not there, the king commanded Asanes, the chief eunuch, to bring some of the people of Israel, both of the royal family and of nobility, youths without blemish, handsome, skillful in all wisdom. They went for those who are skillful. There are many Jews, but they took these ones that are skillful in all wisdom, okay? Endowed with knowledge, understanding and learning, and competent to serve in the king's palace. It's the same technology. And when they picked them, what did what they do? They began to say they should eat from the king's uh, table. So when they take, the next thing is that they start controlling your appetite. They provoke appetites in you. Different wild appetites. But Daniel understood that. That's why he said, I will not defile myself. Give me vegetable. They create appetites of different types. All this pleasure we are after. This type, this one, you know. All these little, little things. is a civilization in the spirit. That is why we should not be carried away by the raining things. Raining things are not normal. Uh, this is a happening one now. The other one is uh, obsolete. Uh, you've been fooled. 
Then they said, no, I will not defy myself. And then what happened? As they didn't define themselves, they began to fast with that, that reality. As the devil could not, you know, corrupt their appetite. All the people who will eat of that things at the king's table forget all of them have been schooled already. They have been captured. Once he controls the appetite, forget it. And after that, he says, he to educate them. They begin to educate you in their own system. They don't want you to bring in your culture. They will give you their own culture. What is happening among our youth today? It is the same system. But you need to reflect deep to see how they are permitting the life of our children through the media, through the entertainment industry, through all this social life, through all this you are seen as normal. It is a civilization that at the end of it all, they will capture the hearts of the youth. You will see your children, they are with you, they will go baptized, they receive communion. Then the person just goes to university, within the first one or two years, comes back, they are exchanged. You need to wonder, John, why are you like this? You know this before you go to school, mommy, leave me alone. Rebellion has begun. You are treating the child all this while on his professional, but you don't know inside something has begun. He has learned a new language. He has learned a new skill. He has learned a new reality. And that reality is what? To be antagonistic before, uh, you know, antagonistic against parents. So this week, we just, I'm just trusting God that I will see how we can articulate some of them to make us understand that there are spiritual cities that control the earth realm. And when we pray, what our prayer does is that it destroys those intelligence. That's why a family that does not pray, if your prayer in your family is not higher than the civilization, you are going nowhere. And one of the prayers that has power above these principalities and the culture they introduce to children is the rosary. Is the rosary. Because rosary is filled with mysteries that destabilizes mysteries of the devil. Our mother Mary understood this very, very well. If you go and read the City of God of St. Augustine, it's a small book called City of God. If you go and read that book, you will see it where he explains. In those days, they have thrown those books away nowadays. They don't make reference to them again. Go and read the City of God, written by St. Augustine. Which city is that? As the devil is creating his own spirit cities, we also have a city of God. The spirit of God also is in the spirit that controls us. It's a church. The church is not the physical thing I've seen. It's a spirit city also. It's called Babylon. And so we have our own culture, we have our own language, we have our own values that runs our life on earth here. As today we are celebrating Sicilia, in the realm of the spirit, it's a big celebration. Other matters are all on red, as the priest is on red here. Red apparel, they match up, and they celebrate their own person, who also died in a very radical way. And they will salute the person, give the person all the necessary honorations. Saying, well done. You get my point? That's what's happening in the spirit. She will be marched out before the throne of God. Other matters will be there. And they will be saying, hey, come in. And they will celebrate her. Down here, we are saying mass and just saying memorial. It's not, it's not another memorial. It's a big feast in heaven. It's a big feast in heaven. So in the city of God, they are celebrating right now. It's a great thing. We can't afford to lose this. Hold on to your faith. Don't allow yourself to be controlled by the spirit cities of this world. What is grieving, giving, what is holding your, your soul today? What is holding your soul? Pressing. Every other thing will pass away. This thing we have is the only substance that can sustain time. We pray at this mass that through the intercession of St. Cecilia, we will come to that point where we are fully persuaded and convinced 
and know that God has given us a gift we can't afford to lose. May God bless us in our hearts through Christ our Lord.